Training new dance team leaders can be a challenging and time-consuming process, but it's important. What if you could get your captains to own their role right from the start? That's why I created Journey to Elite Captain, whether they have an official title or are just the leaders of your team. It's the only course that will turn your dancers into leaders without the drama, while teaching them how to navigate confrontation, how to communicate effectively, and I guarantee you'll feel the weight coming off your shoulders right away. If you're ready to get started, visit chelseaparati.com leaders to learn more. Hello, and welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I want to start today with another listener shout out. Listener RMB2427, and even though obviously it's not your real name, I still want to say thank you. The listener said, after one listen with Dr. Chelsea, I have identified some action steps to implement in my dance training, and her podcast is so clearly focused and empowering. It's a must listen. So thank you to RMB2427. I really appreciate the kind words. I work hard to make sure this podcast gives you tools you can take back to your dancers and offers you education and even inspires you to help you be the best dance educator you can be. And in the spirit of improvement and taking care of our dancers, I want to talk to you today about supporting your athletes' mental health. First, I want to say that I love how there is more of a conversation about protecting our dancers' mental health lately than we've ever had before. With high-profile athletes like Simone Biles and Naomi Osaka speaking out and the increasing coverage of suicide among college athletes this year, this is a conversation that is clearly long overdue. And while I obviously don't have all the answers, I can't wave a magic wand and fix all of this, but I can keep the conversation going. So today I'm going to share some of the recent research on athlete mental health and the difference between mental health and mental toughness, and then your role and what you can do to support your athletes. This episode is a little heavier, but I'm leaning into the hard. So I hope you'll join me. Welcome to the Passion for Dance podcast. I'm Dr. Chelsea, a former professional dancer and dance team coach turned sports psychologist. This podcast focuses on four main pillars, motivation, resilience, mindset, and community. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies, mindsets, and tips to teach your dancers more than good technique. This is a podcast where we can all make a lasting impact and share our passion for dance. Let's do this. I want to start with the basics and actually define mental health and explain the difference between mental health and mental toughness. While it's great that there are more and more mainstream media conversations about mental health, the downside is there are terms that become buzzwords and definitions get muddy and confusing. So first, this is mental health as defined by the American Psychological Association. It's a state of mind characterized by emotional well-being, good behavioral adjustment, relative freedom from anxiety and disabling symptoms, and a capacity to establish constructive relationships and cope with ordinary demands and stresses of life. Okay, that's a lot. So let's dig into this a little bit. The first part is emotional well-being. So being able to regulate emotions and understand your emotions. And the well-being part means a general state of happiness and contentment, low levels of stress, overall good quality of life. The definition of mental health also includes good behavioral adjustment or being able to adjust your behaviors to align with the environment, 
like being able to read the room and act accordingly if there's a somber mood. Then there's the overall freedom from anxiety and the ability to cope with the ordinary demands and life stress. And finally, there's that part about the ability to establish constructive, helpful, healthy relationships. Okay, that is a lot to think about. And if you've got all that together, then you're considered mentally healthy. And that means the opposite is considered mental illness. The American Psychological Association defines mental illness as any condition characterized by cognitive and emotional disturbances, abnormal behaviors, and impaired functioning. This is where it gets blurry and tricky to understand. You don't have to have perfect emotional regulation and never experience anxiety to be considered mentally healthy, but to be diagnosed with a mental illness has to be done by a professional. And we can't throw around words like, well, she's depressed or he has anxiety if we don't actually know what that person is dealing with. So here's what I want to help you understand today. It's not your job to diagnose your athletes or frankly, to know what to do to treat them if they tell you they have a mental illness, because part of this ongoing conversation is many athletes are more open about diagnoses, which is great. But then I think coaches and teachers feel this burden that now I'm supposed to know what to do with that. But your job is to have a basic understanding of the difference between mental health and illness, Let your dancers know you care for them and then refer them to professional help or support if you're really worried. Recently, the Association for Applied Sports Psychology, which is the professional association that I belong to, gathered some data on the prevalence of mental illness among athletes. And I feel like this is really eye-opening to share. So they found up to 35% of elite athletes suffer from mental health crisis at some point in their career. That could look like anxiety, depression, eating disorders, stress, or clinical burnout. And these are elite athletes, meaning professional or Olympic level athletes. In college athletes, it's similar with about 30% of women and 25% of men student athletes reporting having a diagnosed mental illness. These numbers are staggering and sad and hard to think about. But as coaches and teachers, we can play a role in looking out for our athletes without necessarily taking on full responsibility for their mental health. Many teachers I talk to feel like dancers today don't have the same levels of resilience and grit and motivation that previous generations did. And while there's no scientific evidence for that, that I have seen yet, anecdotally, I feel it too. So that makes a lot of coaches want to help, you know, build those mental skills in their athletes, but they're worried about pushing their athletes too far. And that brings us to a third term that's an important part of this conversation, mental toughness or mental strength. Mental toughness is defined by Gucciardi and colleagues in a research study recently as a collection of values, attitudes, behaviors, and emotions that enable you to persevere and overcome any obstacle, adversity, or pressure experienced, but also maintain concentration and motivation when things are going well to consistently achieve your goals. Sounds great, right? Who doesn't want more dancers that are able to persevere through any adversity or pressure and maintain concentration and motivation? That sounds pretty perfect to me. But how does mental toughness relate to mental health? I want you to think of it like a spectrum. The Association of Applied Sports Psychology has a great graphic for this that I will link to in the website for this episode if you're visual. And as dancers, many of us are visual. But imagine a line numbered from one to five. 
The one side indicates low functioning and performance, where the athlete is experiencing significant disruptions to their life and is unable to cope alone. Next at number two comes decreased functioning and performance where there's a moderate or mild disruption and some, some effective coping strategies. The middle of the line is at number three, which indicates stable functioning with little psychological disruption and coping strategies that are working. And then if you continue further down the line is at number four is enhanced functioning and performance where there's no disruption and lots of effective coping strategies. And finally, at five on this number line is high functioning performance, where athlete has has no psychological disruptions and has many different highly effective coping strategies. Athletes who are at three or four or five, they are at least stable, if not even high on the spectrum of mental well-being. These are the athletes we primarily have on our teams and our studios and the athletes we want to help. For these dancers, learning mental toughness skills will add to their coping strategies and allow them to have even higher levels of performance. It's the athletes at position one or two who were at a low level of functioning that we have to look out for. For those dancers, teaching them about growth mindset isn't necessarily going to help because they don't have effective coping strategies to deal with the current disruptions in their life and they may need professional help to be able to work their way up to stable and enhanced functioning. To be clear, my own work is not clinical. I don't serve athletes in those lower positions, and I refer them to other professionals, and so should you. The goal here in this conversation is to help you understand this spectrum and know how to support your athlete's mental health while recognizing it's not all on you, it's okay and necessary to ask for support. My work with dancers is for those on the neutral or higher functioning of the spectrum. This is where I work to help dancers develop those coping strategies that allow them to move from neutral to higher levels of psychological well-being and peak performance. So all that said, what can you actually do to support your athlete's mental health? In a recent article written for the American College of Sport Medicine, there's some great tips, and I will link to the whole article as reference so you can take a look if you want, but I'm going to summarize some of it here. First thing you can do is just learn to recognize the symptoms that one of your dancers may be struggling. You can become trained in mental health first aid or consult a local school counselor or psychological professional in your area. I will also link to some great mental health first aid uh, In the show notes, there's a company that I have found that's actually led by a former dancer. It's a great program to take a look at. And yeah, mental health first aid is a thing. So just like you learn, you know, the basics of CPR and those things that are first aid, you can also learn the basics to kind of triage the mental health so you know when you should be seeking more help. The next thing you can do is reach out to your athletes if you think they're struggling. I know reaching out can be scary, especially if you feel like you don't know what to do to help or if you are afraid of saying the wrong thing. One great idea is to simply let them know that everyone has to take care of their mental health. It's okay to ask for help. And when you do this and you reach out to your athlete, make sure you're doing it in private, in a low stress situation, and just simply convey that I've noticed some change in your behavior and I'm a little worried about you. Once you've reached out, remember you can refer for help. Consult the policies for whatever institution you work in, if there are any, and if not, at least consult the policies for the state or country you're in. Have a list of professionals you can refer to in your area that are appropriate for your age dancer. 
And if you're working with minors, the rules likely vary state to state and in various countries as far as what age you have to include the parents. So take some time to look up the laws in your area. And finally, once you've recognized an issue, you've talked to your dancer and you've referred for help if necessary, the best thing you can do is just simply remain supportive. Follow up. You're likely a very important adult in this dancer's life. So stay in their life, stay present and connected. One thing you can do to truly make a difference is just keep the conversation going. Talk to your dancers about the difference between mental toughness and mental health. Having anxiety or another mental health disorder doesn't mean you're not also mentally tough. Let them know mental wellness is a part of our daily lives and something we all consistently work on. I know this topic is is heavy and it can be hard to talk about and think about. And you can always reach out with questions. I am here to help. You can email or send me a DM on Instagram. We can keep this conversation going so that you can keep it going with your dancers. Thank you for listening. And as always, thank you even more for sharing your passion for dance with the world.